0: You know, the funny thing is, when we booked my next interview, I had no idea. I, what I, I turned on the TV last night, and the, the irony of this, there was an old rerun of a red-green show. You all know the red-green show, Steve Smith, the uh, comic from Hamilton. Um, and the, this particular episode was all about a club that they had formed up at the Lodge for men to get together and do stuff. Now, in Red Green's case, he was building a water slide. But, I mean, it was it was just kind of ironic because we were talking about this issue, the men's shed, um, which began as an idea in Australia years ago, but then moved to Canada. Because a lot of people don't know what the men's shed is. It's not what you necessarily think of as the typical stereotypical man cave. It's a different sort of idea. Um, and who better to explain it? Than the guy who started the first one here in Canada, Doug Mackey, is with me this morning. Doug, what a pleasure to talk to you. Good morning.
1: Good morning to you. Thank you for calling.
0: This is a little different than the red green kind of uh, get together, man cave, build, uh, you know, get together out in the woods and play poker, isn't it?
1: This is very much different from that, yes.
0: Tell me what a men's shed is.
1: <clears throat> That's a hard answer to give you um... because each and every men's shed is different. It all depends on what the local men or the men within the group want to do. There's no set program. There's no set way of starting a shed. There's it sounds like it's uh, pretty nebulous, but on the other side, what we're finding is that there are many, many men out there who say they're busy, but they don't go out and hang out or even go and really associate with just other men, even for two or three hours a week.
0: So how different is this from getting together every week at the Lions Club, for instance?
1: Well, the Lions Club is top-down, yep. and they have procedures, and they have rules, and quite often you have to do fundraising and that kind of thing, and they also do volunteer work, and the Lions Club, in a way, is is, is a men's group. Um, and By the way, I never say men only, right. but uh, uh, many of our men just simply want to come because they don't belong to a Lions Club, or they're 65 and over, and they're looking at this and saying, how do I get new friends? How do I uh, establish myself? How do I keep busy?
0: And its is it a way for guys to get together to to talk about shared interests without, as you say, any of the the procedures and things that come around with service clubs and that kind of stuff?
1: yes very much so what we found with the woodhaven men's shed and this is the first shed that has opened up in canada we don't have a set program as i say but one day on a tuesday afternoon and we do this every tuesday so that there's regularity but every tuesday afternoon the fellows come in and sit down and in this case they happen to play cribbage but i thought two or three of us um, don't play cribbage right away we're situated in a lovely little park area so we go for a walk because men will communicate Talking and walking shoulder to shoulder, or doing hands-on projects, and Wednesday afternoon. And this is not the case on every shed, but Wednesday afternoon we have what is called tabletop crafts. The tabletop crafts can be making a walking stick. We have lots of diamond willow in Manitoba, so you can get diamond willow making lovely walking sticks. Or someone else is doing stained glass. They're grinding their glass and making various objects that way. Somebody else is is doing bark carving, using cottonwood bark carving, whatever they want.
0: What kind of age group are you attracting, Doug? For our
1: particular shed, it's 65 and over, but our youngest member is 32, and our eldest member is 90. This past couple of days, I was down at with the Lanark County men Sheds, and there's two here, one in Perth and one in Carlton Place, Ontario, um, and their age group would be probably closer to 55, and many of the men are working.
0: It, you know, it's funny because I, I think of this and I, I, my mind goes back to those old stuffy, 18th and 19th century men's clubs where they get together and smoke cigars and, and discuss the, the issues of the day. But this is the same kind of thing without the stuffiness and without the, the social, I guess, the social differences and stigma attached.
1: Very much that. We don't care who you were. We care who you are today. And then what happens? Men come out here and they, they, they find, once they find that this is a safe Place and they trust their new friends, it's amazing what they start talking about, and maybe past experiences, or maybe a, a potential problem, or even a health problem. We also have a, a separate part of our group, and I'm only talking about really about the Woodhaven menshed, but we call it Health by Stealth. <laughs> if I wanted to learn about, and I'll not choosing anyone but Alzheimer's, I probably would, I'm 76 years old, by the way, but I probably wouldn't go to an Alzheimer's talk. But if there was an Alzheimer's talk at our men's shed, well, I know that I'm going with a bunch of friends and probably some of their spouses are coming, and, yep. and this is kind of nice, and so it's pretty relaxed to go and, and um, see what's going on. In the next little while, for instance, in our shed, we're going to have uh, Palliative Care Manitoba come in and talk. And also, we're going to have addictions, Manitoba, come in and talk. And that's part of our health by stealth.
0: How popular are these around the world? I know you, it, it started in Australia, and there's about 1,000 of them there, but are they growing elsewhere as well? Very much so. Um,
1: there, there's now about 1,100 in Australia, about 100 in New Zealand, 310 in Ireland, 400 in the U.K., 9 in Denmark. Uh, and it's growing, and here in Canada... We have 11 sheds at this particular moment. We have about 150 men involved altogether.
0: Is it kind of an ad hoc group, or is there an o- is there an overriding umbrella organization, or is this just, hey, it's a great idea, I think I'm going to start one in my community? It's, hey, I think it's a great idea, I'm going to start one <laughs> in my community.
1: There's no overriding at this particular time. Don't forget that one of the problems and challenges we have is that... Um, Many of the provinces and the territories have their own um, authority over, for instance, health. Yep. And uh, while in Australia it's a national health program, and Ireland's a national health program, and in each of those two countries they have a national men's health policy. Here in Canada we don't. So we don't have some of the overlying opportunities that the other countries have. So it's it's pretty hodgepodge, but it's growing, and I've been working at this now for about seven and a half years, and I expect that there probably will be fifty to a hundred of these sheds within two years here in Canada.
0: If somebody wants to start one in their community, if they wanted to jo- start one here in Niagara, where I mean, could they contact you for help? And how did you get the whole thing started?
1: Sure, I'd be delighted to talk to them, and and not only that, but they can go on our our uh, national men's site. Men's Shed, and that's M E N S S H E D S dot C A. Excellent. And there's a uh, whole section in there how to start a shed. If they will send a message there, it comes through to me in my basement in Winnipeg, and I will answer them. (laughs) And I can pick up the telephone easily and call them because I have a very inexpensive long distance uh, charge each year, each month. It uh, cost me $5 a month for all my long-distance calls, so I don't mind calling anyone anywhere in Canada.
0: Excellent. Doug, listen, it's been a pleasure to talk to you this morning. Thank you so much for taking some time.
1: Thank you for this opportunity. Have a good day.
0: You too. Doug Mackey, Thanks. Men's Shed Canada. Uh, interesting you're getting your thoughts. You can send me a text, 61010. because. Um, is is this an is this necessary in today's society? Is it it's what has to happen for guys to be able to find a place to themselves? I mean, women do have clubs to themselves. Let's be honest. Uh, for years, it was uh, uh, it was looked down upon because of the uh, the old stereotype about the men's clubs that used to exclude. Is this more just the way it used to be when you were in school and you used to have the little uh, guys' fort, the treehouse? where the guys get together every once in a while, or the girls had their own. Is it necessary to separate? I don't know.